So let's everybody warm up, get to it. It was too funny. I'm not going to be able to shake that. Snap. Okay, back back to back, uh, back to business. Back to business. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. So giving part two. Giving part two. Yes. At the, uh, we should pick up with then. Uh, because I think we we concluded that about the why. Maybe we should just pick up and just say, is there is there any specific day that's restricted for giving? And if not, then. Yeah. You know, is there a reason why we celebrate it on one day opposed to the other? You know, honestly, th- this is really one that I think is just going away. I think people are people are really just letting this one go. I- I'll say, maybe I should say that comment in a minute. But What do you mean that they're letting it go? I think technology itself is lending people to a position where, you know, when I grew up, you even if you got paid... I'm kind of in the episode now. Are we recording? Is that okay for me to say this? Keep rolling. But okay, I'm saying, you know, back in the day, if you got if you got paid twelve times a year, right? If you got paid monthly, people would take that and divide it by fifty two and <laughs> right. just hold it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I grew up. You pre write the checks. You know, you're like, mm-hmm. oh, I got these checks, and you would just literally like go to wherever you had the check and pull it out every Sunday and drop it in. And, uh, and just so you made sure that on Sunday you did the thing, gave the money on Sunday, right? And that, you know, that's well-intentioned for sure. But in light of what we were talking about last week, it, it, it may miss the broader focus of what Jesus is trying to get us to look at, what Paul was reiterating that we need to look at. And it's not, it's not saying that people didn't have the right heart but it could really put you in a position where a you're just giving blindly to a group of people, right? You're just kind of here it is, shotgun, here's the money. And you're also could possibly be just saying and I did it, God. I did it once a week. So yeah. I gave it, boom, shotgun, and I did it once a week and kind of like uh see you next week, right? You you kind of get into that rather than what we were talking about last week was the stepping back and get the getting the, the full picture for maybe more holistically what he's looking for what's your heart saying what are you doing and it just I think what we've been talking about in all these these parts about worship it makes you a lot less restrictive restricted to go open yourself up and joyfully worship all the time Mm-hmm. Right. So you, you might find a need on Tuesday. Right. Right. And yeah. so and so the need on Tuesday with your neighbor who just lost his job and has four kids, you're not going to go, you know, I would really love, really love to help you out. But I can't because I got to wait for Sunday and throw my money in there. Now, when I'm there, I'll try to convince the good people at the church to then siphon the money back to you. I know you're in need. Maybe they'll do it. But then again, maybe they won't because you're not a Christian. So I don't know. <laughs> I know I just right. yeah. <laughs> opened up another box. But, you know, that, 
it's very true. You know? Yeah, the money's out of your out of your control at that point. Exactly. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. So backing up just one step is. Um, what do you boys think? So last week we had started off a conversation talking about the five acts of worship, which sort of are these like unofficial, like there's no verse that talks about five acts of worship, but uh, but basically it's like the unofficial um, kind of requirements of worship service. You got to do these five things. Otherwise, you know, something uh, is amiss essentially. And so we were asking the question, are these really the five things? And um, is there more than these five things or is, should there be less than these five? Or is this exactly the right list or do we need a list basically i guess that's mm, that's a good ooh, that's a good one we, right. we didn't say it that way i like that, that do we that's need an list? interesting perspective i like that jesse <laughs> yeah threw a little wrench in i like there it. we go curveball so um so last week we talked about giving but most of yeah like julian said already most of the slant was kind of looking at the big picture of why we would give and um yeah i i do think it's good that we just answer the question directly like what, what in the Bible specifies um, Sunday? I think, you know, we all see that giving is good. Um, but like you said, giving like just blindly to the church, Julian, has drawbacks in that you don't have funds available to do things that you see in front of you that you know you should do directly as an individual. Um, and then, so, so then you ask, okay, well, maybe I should put part of my money into the church and keep part for myself, my own individual benevolence but i mean really like what is the difference at the end of the day so that's another question um and i don't know there's i guess there's more rabbit holes we're opening up already so (laughs) between that and what you already threw out there julian we've got (laughs) some things to talk about we're gonna be three more weeks on this sounds good and go buckle up okay so let's just ask the direct question first okay is uh is sunday like a hard requirement what do we have that specifies Sunday. Okay. Um, a couple of weeks ago, we were all chatting. I think Daniel was out of first Corinthians. Help me, Daniel. What chapter first Corinthians? I'm, first. I'm flipping my pages so oh. fast right now. Okay. Where Daniel was, and he's going to say in a minute is where we went to back up. It was before 16 for sure to back up. So we get context a little bit. For why? Like, what is the heart of why we're doing this? Why, you know, why did Paul think giving was important? And uh, what should we be thinking when we give? And what's our motivation? And backed up by maybe what Jesus had already told him. I will say, Jesse, that oftentimes what people go to to say, and we should give on Sunday, is in 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse number 2. I'll read mm-hmm. this. While Daniel finds nope, that's word it. for yeah. word. Okay, yeah. And 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 because of the way this verse starts off, and it just doesn't matter which version you use, first Corinthians sixteen two pretty much starts off the same way. And I'm I'm using my phone, so I'm looking at a, a parallel of like fifteen different versions. I'll I'll use the ESV. It but, says on the first day of the week, each of you is to put something aside and store it up as he may prosper. So there, there will be no collecting when I come. So it doesn't matter what version you use. They all sort of start off, at least I'm looking for one that doesn't, with on the first day of each week. On the first day of the week. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
And, and, and verse one says, now concerning the collection of the saints, yeah. as I directed the churches of Galatia, so you also are to do. So this is a, a collection of saints, and this is what their command is from Paul in this. Yeah. 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 And, and, and look, I'm, I'm not a historian. Th- this is actually why Daniel's so good. This is why he's here, because he, he can always pipe in something that is like came from ancient writings that no one I didn't even know about but the 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 basics here that if you back up this is this this would appear to be an event where Paul is collecting money for some for um some folks who really need it down the road who are caught up in the midst of a famine and he's I, I don't know if he's been asked to do this but at least from the text it appears that he he is definitely the one sort of heading this up. And there are other passages where you can see at least that he's in movement with some other folks to make his way there, and he's collected money. I think over the course of years, especially when I grew up, this is the primary verse that says, okay, so this is an example of the apostles that we follow because we see that on the first day of the week, they were gathering money, and this is basically the scripture that leads us to know that we need to take up money for some purpose on Sunday. Now, I'll stop. Well, I won't stop there. We can come back to it. Whether you believe that's true about the text or not, a place that it's probably been abused, and I would say definitely definitely the, the wheels of the context have been greased severely is is when we then also use this and say things like this because I've I've heard this this particular sermon preached about this who did it is unnamed um, where it says upon the first day of the week each of you is to put something aside and store it up as he may prosper so there will be no collecting when I come I've heard things that are, that say um, you know the reason why he's telling them is that they need to be you know you need to make sure that you do first things first give it to God and also. Uh, you're going to laugh at this, but when the collection plate comes around, you won't be like looking for your money in your purse, like trying to find it, you know, and, and so, <laughs> so there won't be any like scurrying about trying to find the collection. You're ready. So that's why he told them that so that they could be ready. Right. Hmm. Uh, I think that's pushing it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's I don't think strained that's, reading. I don't think that's where Paul is in the text. And I don't even know, I don't even know that it's a, Personally, I wouldn't use it and apply it that way, uh, and I like to joke around a lot, but I wouldn't even do that, right? So, um, but anyway, I think over time this has kind of been what people have said. They said, "Oh, look, Paul did it, and therefore we should do it too." Um, and you, you all may disagree when I read this text, and if you read the whole of this and the other verses that kind of align with what he's doing, it appears to be an event. Do I think it's happening every single week? Ah, uh, yes. Mm, yes. There and you that's go. That's the question. That's yeah. the question. Yeah. I think it's an event. Could it have happened every other week? It's possible. I, I think this is aligning with the fact that they are meeting or they have a common meeting, but we also know that they aren't that that many years off of Acts chapter two. They're not that many years removed from Acts chapter two, where they were yep. meeting daily. So. Mm-hmm. I struggle with saying, oh, 
this happened because they meet on Sundays. I'd say, yeah, but they also meet nearly every day, right? So, and so I, I wouldn't use that in the text either. But they are laying, um, laying aside something every, for every, the first day of every week. Until Paul comes. When yeah. he comes. So yeah. when what, he comes. What do they do the week after Paul comes and takes all the mm-hmm. money? Yep. Well, do they still do it? Of course. The verse says, every to the T, got to do it. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. And see, I, exactly what you said, I think over time people have not wrestled with this at all. And this is where I go back to my whole, the point I was making about technology. If you move this thing back, people were getting paid in cash years and years Mm -hmm. and years ago. And then Mm -hmm. we moved to checks, but you got paid once a week, right? And the once a week really did align with 1 Corinthians 16, 2. It was perfect. You got paid on a Thursday, cashed your check, boom, you took your money out, it aligned with this verse. And then what happened is that the first time somebody got paid every other week, you were like, Oh, sinner, you, you have, right? You, you better split that check. Semi-monthly is from the devil. Exactly. And then you went monthly and, oh, man, Mr. Hotshot got direct deposit. What is that, right? And so you weren't even writing a check. And I think as technology kind of turns its wheels, the problem is it appears to be churning in the text. But, you know, unless, of course, we're, we're reading what we want to into the text which I think is what what uh, Daniel started to say there. He's like, and what happens the following week, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that's your point, right? Is it, an, is it a singular event, the collection for the saints, that he's directing all these churches to take part in this one massive regional effort to support this one specific need, like you said, because of the famine in Jerusalem, or is it this ongoing thing? Mm-hmm. Well, when you just look at the words on the page, it appears that it's this one-time mass thing for this one need. Um, and then, like you said, we, we take this one specific verse, we pluck it out, we strip it from any kind of historical context, or even what Paul's actually saying in the verse itself, Yeah. and we make it into something that it, it doesn't necessarily follow. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's clear just reading the text straight up without the historical background that that he's he's you know he's not there all the time. He's not like the full time preacher at Galatia, right? So he's gonna be passing through, and he wants them to. He's like sending a letter in advance. Hey, when I when I when I swing by, you know, please have everything ready so I can just take it and cruise, and it's not like a big scene, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, you pretty much get that straight off the text itself. So I think it's safe to say it's okay to have a collection for a purpose at um, at a set interval. Like I, I think it's safe to say that if if you want to do that, you can. Mm-hmm. Um, but is that to be applied then as a requirement forever? You know, the day after Paul's gone, like you said, Daniel, which is well well put. Um, it seems to me that that's a stretch to be binding that. Um, I mean, you could argue that, like, well, churches are going to always have a need because there's always, you know, you're always going to have to pay for the building. You're always going to have to pay a preacher and, and whatnot. Um, so you can you can argue that there is an, a reason to keep doing it, but I don't know that you can, like, bind it. Yeah. In fact, you, you probably articulated that quite well. Mm-hmm. There are needs that the church, a local church may have identified 
and therefore this, you know, you are, you are now these days, you know, you are kind of coming together at this regular interval. So yeah, it's something, it's another thing where we go, it's a, it's a tradition and there's nothing wrong with it and it works. Now, I guess that's the question then, isn't it? Yeah. Does it it work? Is it, is it working? (laughs) And if it's working, then is there a reason to challenge it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. I, mean, we, I think we need to be really careful, like you said, about binding this, about, like, I remember the church I grew up in, they used to, at the start of the year, they would ask you to, like, pledge for the year. Mm-hmm. And they would keep track, and they would, like, send out quarterly reminders of where you were in your annual giving pledge, right? Mm-hmm. I think that might be taking what the spirit of what Paul said and stretching it awfully thin. Yeah. But taking up a collection for the the financial need of the church is that wrong scripturally? Mm, you're you're gonna you're gonna make me say something here, uh, <laughs> and what I'm going to say <laughs> is another rabbit hole, which is it. Well, uh, it depends on what that financial need is. Ah, now <laughs> we're getting somewhere. Wow. I knew. It was like you were baiting me. There was now we're getting to where I Karen. thought we were going to be. <laughs> it does really depend on what that need is. Um, and I don't want to go too far yet because I think it's way probably ending up next week when we talk about, well, who gives what to who when. Is, is Jesse given to Man. use my example earlier, right? My next door oh. neighbor, they're not in Jesus. They're not a believer. They just lost their house. Does Jesse give it to him or does he give it to the church? And church can the church give it to him? I don't know. Depends on if you live on the East Coast or the West Coast, if they can really give it to him. So we'll get, we should wait and do that. But to your point, <laughs> gone. This thing is gone. Where's oh man alive? Where's the the thing you pull when it's over? Uh, right? The, where's, where's the, the hook? We need a hook. <laughs> eye wash station. I just want to flood the wash. But to your point, okay. So, w- what is a biblical thing that th- therefore, as you're contributing, that they're giving to? Hmm. Uh, I- I'm going to start by saying that. You mean what that, is an acceptable use of the treasury? Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. well, well, but now, now you're now you've done something else, right? Because now you're saying, does First Corinthians sixteen two give you the right to have a treasury? Is that authority for a treasury? <laughs> I would argue that it does. No, if you're going oh, to say, no, if I think it does, if you're going to say <laughs> that a collection is okay based on. Uh, First Corinthians sixteen. Oh, then he wow. backed me into a corner. Wow. Then oh. the the pot you put the collection in is authorized. <laughs> but this isn't a collection for the for the church. It's not like the church treasury. It's just like a, a account for Paul. Yeah, but we said then though. But if a local congregation has an ongoing need, then First Corinthians sixteen authorizes the collection for that, doesn't it? Yeah. Like to pay the preacher. Yeah. To, yeah, I think we're yeah. all going to agree that paying the preacher is okay. Let's yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah. That's our have, safe example. We have scripture to back that up. Let's say, yeah, we need to pay the preacher. 
how do we do that, right? There right. has to be some mechanism for collecting money um, and, and doing that, right? Whether the it's coffee shop in the lobby is not getting it done. Exactly. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> well, Selling t-shirts. Well, we, we also asked a question a little bit ago. Daniel, you said, is what we're doing now working? You know, right. remember? So maybe we should back up to that almost for a second. And then we can go into the other direction you wanted to go into. Just because, because um, yeah, is, is it working? And I think I, if I was to answer that question... I would say that it appears to be working. You know what I mean? Does that make sense when I say it appears to be working? Well, like, sure. And I think local congregations have a lot of independent judgment when it comes to how they go about doing this. Oh, yeah. Yes. Everyone's yes. going to do it differently, for sure. Yeah, yes. and that's totally fine, I think. I think it's okay to take up a collection for needs of a local congregation. Yeah. I, a minute ago, I started to say... A lot of this has to do locally with what the elders have worked through, you know, in scripture with the body to try to determine now, okay, what is this collection going to be for? Like, what are you going to do with it? And there is where the, that's where the fun happens. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It does. Because uh, last week, if you take my example of the church in Bethsaida uh, over in Maryland, um, you know their their idea of a collection. It's less it it it. Uh, I I guess I'm going to say it's less of a treasury and more of a collection like this. They're like, what is the amount of money that we need to take up to satisfy the explicit need? Nothing more. Mm-hmm. It's, it, you know there won't be a penny left, and if it is, it's going somewhere immediately, right? Um, there's some. Net, net zero at the end of the week, right? I think that's where, uh, well, it's another rabbit hole, but I, I think that that is where kind of I differentiate sometimes between the collection and this treasury idea, right? I think of the collection like, okay, we've got a typhoon downing the Philippines. These guys need to eat. I'm throwing a hat out, throw some, you guys, you've been in Costa Rica sometimes when sure. we've done that. We've just passed a hat around and said, whatever you got, we're going to give it to this family or something. And then boom, all that money went to them and we're net zero uh, when we end it. Where people who are listening to this podcast who may not be believers in Jesus or may not have heard of anything, they have a, a lot of people have a serious disdain for the fact that churches even take up a collection. That's why we're yeah. trying mm-hmm. to say, here's a biblical perspective, because I think uh, what they have heard over, or you who are listening may have heard over time, is these churches where, you know, the the preacher drives a high-end vehicle, and like, the, the, the building is massive, and, you know, you have tons of homeless people and people in need living all around the building, not to mention the members are in need, mm-hmm. so I, I think that's where we should differentiate. Uh, that's a really really good point yeah yeah the preacher with the three hundred dollar sneakers <laughs> they're not la gear <laughs> <laughs> definitely not la gear no have you seen that there's there's some i don't know i think it was like an instagram feed of it's just like basically about preacher's shoes and um like it just like <laughs> i can't remember what it is to plug it so that's fine though but it's just basically making fun of like all these preachers with their expensive shoes like it shows what the cost of those shoes would be 
And um, it's just kind of sad because <laughs> of exactly what you're saying, Julian. It doesn't help the reputation. No, it doesn't. Yeah. And, uh, and I'll say, like, everywhere that I've ever worshipped, you know, over the years, I feel like the, the, the elders of that church that are making the decisions on, on where, you know, what to, what to support and what to use that fun, the funds for, um, I mean, they, they really come from a good place in their heart. They're really trying to, like, use a scriptural approach to find how to help people that are, and, and their first priority is the people in the church, it seems like. Um, and so that maybe is, you know, another part of this conversation, you know, is the, the people of, in the church versus people that are not in the church. Um, I guess the local church versus not in the local church and then not in the church at all. It's kind of like the three layers of it. Um, and that's where I think when I was saying that, um, that it appears to be working, um, you know, I think, you know, the buildings are being paid for, preachers are being paid, and, you know, churches, you know, in general have enough money to just take care of the things that they need to take care of. But, you know, how much are we, are we not doing because of that model? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's hard mm-hmm. to quantify that, right? Because if, if I'm putting, uh, you know, I'm willing to give X a week to church, then I don't have money left over to do other things. Like you're saying, your neighbor needs help. I already put my money into the church. So now do I split it? And some people I know do split it. They're like, okay, I'm going to give, you know, I'm willing to spend this. Uh, I'll put 50% into the church treasury and 50% I'll use for my own individual purposes or whatever, you know, like as an example. And so that's where I feel like it kind of doesn't work too, because I don't know, it creates this tension of, well, I'm now I'm not giving all my money to the church. Is that okay? And it creates like, um, I don't know, different, different peoples have different agendas with what should be done with money, and it gets very touchy. <laughs> mm. Mm. And that's, that's good. I think we have to, we have to determine then how, how do we accomplish all of the things? How, how do we, okay, maybe it's, we keep talking about taking a step back. If we take a step back and say, what are all the things Jesus has asked us to do uh, from greatest commandments down, right? <laughs> You're already <laughs> laughing. I didn't even get it out. <laughs> and, and so what are the things that he asked us to do? And don't even say, you know, don't even go to as a church, like, and then individually, because that's next week, right? Um, but what are the things he asked us to do? And are, I like this, Jesse, I like the way you said it. Are all of those things being accomplished? And if the current model isn't accomplishing all of those, then we should rethink much, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, we got a, bro- a bunch of hungry brothers and sisters, but we have a... Now, uh, I'm going to throw in every qualifier I can. If we have a bunch of hungry brothers and sisters, and we have a positive balance in, in a treasury, in a church, and from that church we've chosen to keep the positive balance rather than feed the hungry brothers and sisters this isn't working Mm -hmm. yeah so then if members decide okay cool positive balance over here i've got to make this right myself because you're also having the commandment upon you to do just that like jesus has told us thousands of times right so um, it, it, you feel compelled based on scripture if you've even read the gospels ever any of them any part of them <laughs> even 
glanced at them, seen a bumper sticker, you know it's your responsibility as a believer in the book that you have to help people. So then you decide to divert, right? Mm-hmm. If you divert, are you is that is that doing the right thing? Well, based on the gospels, before you ever got to Acts, you would say absolutely. You would say, well, of course I'm doing the right thing. You don't even have context really for this idea of I'm going to give money to this. I'm going to say organization. I know somebody's going to come through the wires and get me. You don't even have ideas about giving money to this body of people until you come into Acts. And that's cool because in Acts we see that the the fundamental belief about giving and sharing was really no different from what Jesus said. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. And I think that's mm-hmm. why we talked about it. Acts 2. After people are baptized, after you go to 42 on down, right? That's great. People are coming to Jesus. People don't have. People share. I think last week, Jesse, you said it was communism. I didn't socialism. I didn't Wait, did I say that? You did. I that was did. me. Was, I said Oh, that. you did. I'm sorry. I, was like, sorry. I, wouldn't, I don't know and about it, that. And it was funny. But, you know, you've got 10 cows, spread them out. Right? So we... Well, they weren't cows. I shouldn't have said that. But, you know. So that concept never changed. So you see first century church. You see them just adopting everything the Gospels had told them about sharing. And they didn't say, well, I don't know if I can give it to you or not. They just tried to get it out there and share. And they they never let a need go. Right? I think for us, what becomes somewhat problematic is now we've taken this next step where it, it where it's not just this body of believers coming together and just kind of going giving our money away till we get to net zero it's kind of like everybody's got ample amounts right and now it's like now what so now i think is where we really have to rethink the model because what we don't want to do this is going to sound like old fire and brimstone sermon, but what we don't want to do is have the Lord descend the same way he ascended. And we have this giant, giant positive balance in, in, the, in the church bank account. Yeah. And there are brothers and sisters who look like Lazarus, right? Or now look, I've been, and I've been very careful to say just brothers and sisters, you know, me, I think it extends well beyond uh, brothers and sisters, because mm-hmm. the Bible says, do good to all men, especially those of the household of faith. The first part says, do good to all men. Right. So I, I would think our responsibility is well past that. Yeah. That's the fear. That's the fear. So it kind of starts as an individual person, how you're contributing. And then if you just go blindly and, and let a bank account get thick, but you know there are needs that you bypass, like that's on you right off before you ever even, before you write the first check. So or direct saying, deposit. Are you saying that if you do worship at a church, they set aside some money, you know, for a rainy day fund, you know, something like catastrophic happens at the building or whatever, and you need major repairs or whatever it is, like for, for whatever reason, like a, a, mm-hmm. a bank account's gotten big over the years, um, and then it, you just kind of sit on it once it gets big, or maybe it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, you're saying then that it would be the member's obligation then to divert funds to like personal evangelism, uh, personal kind of like give to where you think the need is if the church isn't doing it? 
Uh, wow, yeah, you're, you you really made me do it. So I'll say this. <laughs> I think. <laughs> well, that's, I think the, that's the point of the podcast. No, it is. It is. It is painful. <laughs> I think each individual sure better go have a very intentional conversation with the leaders of the local church and say, "What's the plan?" Right? You need to be super clear and say, "What is the plan?" And if the plan is just to continue to stack it, and there is no plan, but there are obvious needs that need to be addressed, and they are, they are, they aren't in they like they don't want to address those needs, then you have to, like it's your, well that my opinion is that based on scripture you have to because your obligation is is the world at large. It's not a local community, of the local church that you're piped into. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, the, the, you know, the elders make the decision, but it's not like, um, they're not inspired men. Right. So, Mm. so when, when it comes push to shove, you have to take what the scripture says and, and take care of those people. So, you know, if, if, if other people aren't willing to, then yeah, then you've got to, you know, use your own judgment. I think having the conversation, though is a critical step in the process though. Huge. Yeah. Huge because, look, I, I haven't been around any uh, group of uh, pastors yet, yet, who if you had that conversation wouldn't say, now I haven't yet personally, uh, that if you had that conversation wouldn't say, well, empty the accounts. Like, where is the need? Point me to the need. Show me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I haven't been around a group of shepherds yet who haven't said, where is the need? Point me to it. Right. Um, and let's let's empty this thing out. To zero and, and really don't have much reservation about it at all but in the in the in the current environment we are in you look around look i while we were talking i just went out to preacher sneakers uh preachers and sneakers <laughs> instagram oh, like <laughs> uh I'll tell you what man it's obvious that's not everybody's perspective and and in two weeks we should talk about the prosperity gospel movement just so we sew this up because I believe that is one of the primary reasons <laughs> why we're having this conversation right now is, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll leave it at that. You, Hopefully our house You think that's a, that's a, really? That's interesting. You think the prosperity gospel influence is, a, is the source of some of these questions that are, really? I think that is the source of the way bank accounts look these days. Let me see Interesting. That. Yes, I do. Okay. I'll, t- I'll tell you why. Okay. Two weeks. Two, I'm going to tune into that one. In two weeks, come back. <laughs> in two weeks, come back. I'm going to get some Yeezys uh, just for that. Do it. Oh, those are nice shoes, though. They're very expensive. They're very expensive. Well, yeah, expensive. but they're pretty. They are, Kanye. They are. <laughs> wow. You can tell they who's are. the preacher in the group. They are nice. <laughs> 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 He's got a pair Oh, well played. He's got a pair on. He's oh, well on. done. He's I want him so bad. Him. He's got him on the desk. Oh, don't lust man. after him. Uh, so, hey, but but you brought up something, Jesse, I think is a good. Do you think most, most Christians um, even want to bother having the conversation or even getting into the weeds about what's happening with with the money because it becomes a major responsibility of yours to try to channel this to where it can go help people. Oh yeah. I don't, I don't know that people want to, to 
Well, I think actually a lot of people do want to have the conversation. I think in general, most people, um, I mean, most people out there have their heart in the right place and they want to do the right things. Um, the unfortunate thing is, is that it's just easier just to give it to the church and let them figure it out. You know, that's the path of least resistance. And so that's what we all fall into. Mm-hmm. You know, we feel like, okay, on the first day of the week, boom, um, which we just read in you know, 1 Corinthians 16, um, I put my money, you know, in, boom, done. I get to check off that box. I'm good to go. Another church, you know, they've got their plans and, I, you know, for what to do with it. And so everything's being taken care of and I don't have to spend my time on this thing. So that's the problem. It's just, it's, it's super easy to do that. Um, I, I don't know, like um, for myself, I don't know what needs are out there. Like if I, if I were to take it on for myself, like you said, this is, it's now hard work. Cause I'm like, man, I don't know. I don't know anybody that really like is like living on the street. That's a Christian or whatever. I mean, if I want to spend my money on people that are in need that are not of the church, then you could empty your wallet, you know, like your entire bank account in one day. Right. So, um, but if you're just confining the conversation now to in the church, like we just don't, this is another problem in the church. We don't tell, we don't tell each other what our, what our issues are and when we need help. Um, we keep very quiet and I don't know what the deal is with that. But, um, so therefore I think it's really hard to know when people need help or how to help. Um, so I guess I don't know what to say. You know, uh, I, I agree. <clears throat> but when you read Galatians 6, it gets it's tough because if Galatians chapter 6 applies to the church, then there's there's one thing you we have the one question you have to ask. But if Galatians 6 applies to um and I mean down there like verse number 9, mm-hmm. if it applies to each individual Christian, then somehow your wallet has to find its way to be able to make this happen, right? Um, Verse 10, therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially to those who are of the household of faith. Now, there's a lot of ways that you could do good, absolutely. But a couple of verses above this, it's talking about how we've sown and how we reap. Now, again, does that mean just money? Well, no, no. but we should we should think about that. Yeah, for sure. And and in the word and I, I what you said is very true, Jesse. But man, it sounds very uh, countercultural, very radical in the world that we live. But it, if you wanted to do good to all men, and outside of the Christians that, that you said, hey, man, I don't really know any Christians who can't eat tomorrow, but you know a lot of people that can't eat tomorrow. How would you do good for them? It may not mean that, you know, you just go hand them a 20 because that may lead to something else, but is there a possibility that your wallet probably would just empty out to help other to help people who are in another situation, and by helping them, you help them see Jesus? Right. It was like the parable, you know, of the Good Samaritan. It's like you see a need and you, you address it. You take care of it immediately. Yeah. You don't just like cross the street to the other side. Yeah, someone will help them. Someone will take care of it. There's a government program for that. Um, oh, man, you really did open one up right there. <laughs> well, that's that, in, yeah, that's in four weeks and that's yeah. a nine-parter. <laughs> right, right. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's tough. 
Have we actually answered any questions yet tonight so far? <laughs> oh man! Again? Wait, what? What was the opening question? Do what you? Have, We've been do doing you? this for an hour, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta come up with an answer. Our, our listeners want some kind of closure. I think. Oh, sorry. Okay, okay. It's because you let me talk too long. Let's just go back to the first question. Do you have to give of your means, contribute to a church treasury on Sunday? Yes or no? I give it to Daniel. I'm on mute. <laughs> I, oh, man. We just go around. Okay. It's a yes or no, and we each go around and say yes or no. Do you have to every Sunday? Right. No. No. Glad I got to go third. No. Okay. Okay. We're you name enemy. Excellent. Sweet. It's the first time on Seeker. Unbelievable. No. Y'all but, only copied me. You're right. It seems safe. The preacher said it. Uh, yeah. but, but listen, in case you fast forwarded because you got tired of hearing us blab on and on, you sure better go back and listen to the episode before this when you just yeah. heard us say no to every Sunday. Because if you go back there, you will see why we're saying that. There you go. Yeah. Sweet. Disclaimer. Sweet. Click here. Now, I will say that you can give uh, more than that. Absolutely. You don't need to give, necess- you know, have to give every week necessarily. But you can give more than that if you want. Um, okay. So we, we, we said our opinion on that. Um, and is there any other verses that you look at for... A collection that's specific to a Sunday. Because I mean, I think we dissected First Corinthians sixteen, which is the one that specified the first day of the week. I'm just wanting to make, I wanted to make sure there wasn't something else in there that we haven't talked about, and people are gonna be like, "You guys didn't even talk about the other thing." I can't I can't think of what it would be, but I just wanted to ask you guys if you thought of anything. Second Corinthians nine doesn't really, does it? What is well, that? One? Julian, help me. Hang on. the 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 problem is that you said on Sunday, and that's what boxed right. me in. I, I, right. I can talk I'm, about. Or or just uh, or requires giving. I guess Listen, we can make it more. Oh. Opened up. That requires giving. Yeah, is there any other verses that talk about requiring requiring giving? Well, yeah, there's a lot of them. <laughs> well, wait, wait, but you mean giving? Well, yeah. Um, no, 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 but you are saying that require giving to the local church or something like that. Yeah, right? yeah that's for, where for you're a collection, to, for a collection. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That requires dropping your check in the box. Yeah, yeah. Right. <clears throat> okay, okay. I think you get thin on that one. Yeah. Um, I think you get thin on that one. And and I'm actually glad that it, that Paul is pretty thin on that one because that that is a limiter. Um, what we talked about last week yes. opens the thing up so that the floodgates can just dump. Like the conversation I said, I don't know of a shepherd, of an elder, of a pastor that it, it, at least... I don't know. I can't say of the three of us, every church we've ever worked at or been with. 
think I know you, all you guys everywhere you've been, but I, I don't know a one that they're like, uh, no, nope, no, nope, we're holding it, we're holding it, tornado might come if we're like, we know of a serious need right now that needs to be addressed. Right. Right. I think if you, um, the more limiting scriptures that you have around the, the contributing in that way, and this is more to cut next week's conversation. I think it boxes you in where you can't address all the needs that Jesus had out there. Uh, I think, I think that's, that's a fantastic I think that's point. True. Yeah. That is such a strong point about putting your, the generous spirit in a cage. Yeah. Um, and restraining that generosity and trying to channel it into this one very specific, very questionable kind of practice that we see is, is such a dangerous thing on a spiritual level. It's just so counter to everything Jesus says about how we live our lives every single day that to, to, to box that in, right, to limit it, like you said, Julian, is, is a really dangerous thing to try to do. By the way, Jesse, I, I couldn't necessarily find another one for that. I'm racking my brain, man. Okay, cool. I mean, that, that's good. We don't need to like sit on it forever. Um, but at, at you know, at, at a glance at least, there doesn't seem to be any other support. But let us know if you uh, see something that we missed. That's talking about specific, a specific collection for the body of believers or for the church to take up. Um, especially if it has pertains to um, on Sunday itself, since the five acts of worship, which is the overarching theme of what we're talking about, is generally like attributed to Sunday. So, yeah, yeah, awesome, cool. Okay, well, then I think that we've done what we need to do this week. Any other thoughts? <laughs> so many, or anything else <laughs> you, we need to tie up that we opened up that you want to close out? Not for tonight. So much, so much to tie up next week. Yeah, please come, please come back. Whoa, man, J- Jesse owns that study. Julian's gonna be lobbing more hand grenades. <laughs> oh, that one's gonna be rich. Right rich. into the collection, please. <laughs> to be honest, we said so many things for for next week. I don't even know what we're actually supposed to talk about next week. I love week. that. <laughs> like everything we said is like, oh, that's another week. <laughs> we just kept punting. We punted <laughs> <Yeah>. everything. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember. Once we go back and hear it, you'll see that I've lined something up successively for the next two years. I was like, <laughs> <I guess> so. <laughs> 17 weeks. We've got an eight-week series. Man. Oh. We're awesome. still on the, the first... Uh, Galatians 6.10 next week, Julian? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Here we go. Why not? Yeah. Let's open that up. All right. <laughs> well, okay. With, with that, we will um, say adieu. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. No, no. Not that. I do Just, six nine. Just pray that the AC breaks before the Lord returns and we can get rid of that money. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Wow. <laughs> All right. Uh, see cool you guys. next week. Peace. Bye, everybody. <laughs>